0: Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and to live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. All right, welcome to another week. the Empowered Life Podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about something that happened to me over and over and over again until I smartened up, stopped blaming, took some accountability, and made some changes in my life. And this is a topic about burnout. And I know we've heard that word tossed around before. We've we throw it around almost like a badge of honor where it's like, I worked so hard, but then I burnt myself out or I needed to unplug because I burnt myself out. And it's like, you're in the cool kids club. If you're up till 1am and you're working several jobs and you're saying yes to everyone and you're the martyr and the savior. And all the while you're giving away all these pieces of yourself and not refilling your cup back up. But I want to, bust down this myth of burnout because burnout actually doesn't occur from any of those situations that I've just told you about or that I just mentioned. And I want to talk about this topic early in the year because you could be making changes starting right as soon as you click away or stop listening to this podcast. You can go and make a change right away to prevent burnout from happening in your life. the biggest burnout I ever experienced was right after I had my son. And it was at a time when here in Canada, we get a year off. I shouldn't really call it. A, they call it a year off, but it's really not a year off when you have a newborn. But basically what it is, is they, they have a mat leave or a maternity leave where they will hold your job for a year. You get to have a year off where the government will subsidize your income. It's not very much, mind you, that they give us. uh, But you're able to stay at home with your baby for a year. You can split it between husband and yourself. If you've got a spouse that, you know, you could take six months, husband could take six months, vice versa. You could take three months, husband could take nine months. You can split it up however the heck you want. You could take 11 months, hubby could take one month. You get the idea, but you get a year off. And in that time, I was like, I'm gonna grow my online coaching business. Cause I'm like, oh my god, I don't have to work my nine to five. Yeah, I've got a newborn, but when the baby sleeps, I could film videos and I could write blogs and I could put out content and I can teach classes. And I just had this whole plan that I was gonna rock and roll my business and do this all while the baby sleeps. Well, you know as well as I do if you have a baby or if you've had kids, that it's the most exhausting, tiring year or couple years of your life when you're nursing in your diapers and they're not sleeping through the night and, you know, you're managing a house and you're cooking meals and, you know, it's just your schedule is so unpredictable. And what I was doing is literally I was working every single second of the day. I was either nursing my baby, looking after my baby. When the baby slept, I was throwing in laundry, cleaning up the house, doing blogs, teaching classes. You know, I'd come out from classes, nurse the baby, go back in, teach more fitness classes, write nutrition plans. I just never stopped. But that was not the cause of my burnout. Burnout is not multitasking. There were times when I was nursing my baby, listening to my own podcast, reading books, personal development, hopping on team calls. Burnout is not giving too much to too many people, saying yes to everything. I wanted to grow my business, make extra income, so I was personally training anybody that wanted to walk in the door and wanted my help. Burnout is not caused from compassion fatigue, which if you're in the healthcare industry, which I was in as a registered nurse we have this term called compassion fatigue where when you deal with death and dying and and it's uh, you know just you're hearing people's stories of life and death and it's just you're constantly being a support to somebody else whether that's physical or emotional you're taking that on that's not actually the cause of burnout and for many people working multiple jobs that's not the cause of burnout either the cause of burnout is just bad energy management. It's bad self-care. It's not having those breaks in between task to the next task to the next task to the next thing to the next person. It's not building in those breaks, and it's not having any habits set up for your own self-care, or if you have the habit set up, you're not following through with them. And guess what? They're not a habit anymore. So burnout is bad energy management. You can do a hundred things a day and not get burned out. If you take the time in between to build in your self care, to build in a shift from your focus being in one area So now your focus has to go to that next area. Now I'm not recommending that you do a hundred things a day, but what I'm saying is that when you just jump energetically from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, that constant drain is what causes burnout. And I want to leave you with feeling a burn, not being burnt out. So I want to teach you a four-part framework to how you're going to implement better self-care habits, better breaks, better energy management, and still be able to do all the things you want to do. Be super productive, right? Go and cater to your own needs as well as your children's needs, your spouse's needs, your team needs, your client's needs. Yes, you can do it all when you have good energy management. So the burn, the B, I want you to take hourly breaks. 40 to 45 minutes is the longest that you should be engrossed in a certain activity. Now, I don't want you multitasking. I want you all in, in whatever it is you're doing, that concept of blocked time Whether that's 40 minutes and I'm doing a puzzle with my son, 40 minutes that I'm on a team call, 40 minutes that I'm, you know, filming this podcast or writing a blog, you're doing one thing, you're all in, set a timer if you have to. At the end of that 40, 45 minutes max, I want you to get up. I want you to get a sip of water. I want you to walk around. I want you to notice if you haven't been breathing and take some big, deep breaths If you happen to have a piece of cardio equipment or a yoga mat close by, hop on that sucker, do some stretches, hop on an elliptical or a treadmill, go up and down your stairs a few times. Right now we're in the dead of winter, but when the weather gets nicer, I'll go outside, I'll grab a breath of fresh air, get out in the sunshine, right? If it's not too cold, go outside, bundle up, go out and do that. So I want you to take breaks at least every hour. Now, I know if you're working, you're at a job, you're in a meeting, things like that, it's difficult to do. Just change your position. Stand up if you need to. Just warn people, maybe. You know, you think people are going to say you're crazy in the boardroom for doing that? Just say, you know what? I want to be focused. I want to be energized. I want to be with you. So, you know, within the hour, I know this meeting's a three-hour meeting, you're going to see me standing up periodically just to reboot my energy. Hope everybody's cool with that right? And I can't imagine somebody would say no to that. Um, That's the B. The U, and I just kind of touched on this. I want you to have undivided attention to the one thing that you're doing. And it's interesting that the one I'm going to talk about here, sleep, is so important. We know sleep is so important. And I'll tell you one thing for me. Yes, we can talk undivided attention about your tasks that you have to do and the appointments you have to go to and all of that sort of stuff. But I want to talk about your undivided attention with sleep. If you're like me, I used to suffer from insomnia, and that never helped my case. I never felt rested. You know, it would take me an hour, hour and a half to fall asleep because as soon as my head hit the pillow, I was thinking about the the events of the day and the things I had to do. And um, you know, when I was a nurse on the floor, I used to have these flashbacks and worry that I forgot to chart something or do something. Um, I'd worry about my son's appointments or my to-dos or the laundry or just the silliest things. You know, somebody pissed me off and. I wish I would have said this to them. And my mom made me mad if I got in a fight with her. And I should have come back with this. And it's like my brain was just all over the place. So I want you to give your undivided attention to sleep. And you can do this thing called the body scan, where you basically work from your toes to your nose. And you start to notice any feeling that you have, feeling in your toes, feeling in your feet feeling in your ankles, feeling in your calves, and you work your way up and you relax each part of your body. And when I get to my head, if a thought comes in my head, a simple mantra, I simply tell myself, I'm not going to be able to fix this tonight. So if I'm worried about something, I want to go do something, I should have done something a certain way, those worries start to come into my mind. If a financial worry or an emotional worry or something comes into my mind, I tell myself, I'm not going to fix it. If it's like two in the morning, I'm like, I'm not going to fix this at two in the morning. This doesn't have to be fixed at 11 o'clock at night. And I want you to tell yourself that. The R repetition baby is going to help you prevent burnout and manage your energy better repetition with six days a week I want you doing some sort of movement now if at least three to four of those days could be a structured workout I'll take it and that's what I want from you But structured movement, just getting up and moving, whether it's a walk, whether it's a class, whether it's a DVD, whether it's some yoga, whatever it is, I want you to get habitual about the time that you work out. Mine is between 5 and 5.30 every single morning because if I leave it to later in the day, it doesn't get done. It's like brushing my teeth. I get up, and I know the first thing I do, chug a glass of water, get working out, because that sets me up for an amazing day. Now, you might not want to be a morning person, so, you know, 7 o'clock at night when you get the kids in bed, that may be your workout time. Find what works for you, but repetition, the more you build it in your schedule, the better it is will be repetition with the hours that you sleep at night, repetition with your workouts, repetition with the meals that you cook, repetition with the time that you learn, your blocked learning time, and repetition with what you just learned, undivided attention in those 45-minute blocks. But then that last 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes is for you to recoup those energy stores to not talk to anyone, to not answer any emails, to not hop on any calls, to not go and feed the cat. It's your time to breathe, to move, to hydrate, to meditate, to do whatever it is that you need to do to fill that energy store back up. And then lastly, the N in the burn, no negative Energy around you the best way that you can help it. Bad energy is created sometimes with, I don't want to say bad people, because I don't believe people are good or bad, but people just have bad habits or people have bad attitudes, and you don't want to be around that. Now, that's not to say you're going to cut out every single person in your life. Sometimes it's your own spouse that's got bad energy because they've had a bad day. So you either got to switch that energy around. How can you serve that person to help them have better energy or you simply got to walk away and you got to go find that positive space, those positive people, that positive thing. You got to limit that time that you're around that negative person or that negative energy or that negative thing because that will zap you. And once you have better energy management and better habits and more breaks, and more block time, it's going to be easy to see where the bad energy is. I can spot bad energy like a mile away. I can spot, I'm not going to say bad people, but you know, you see the newsfeed. I hate to say it but anybody on my newsfeed that's ranting or putting negative stuff, criticizing other people. If I don't know them, they get unfriended. If they're good friends of mine or family or good people that I do truly want in my life, I just unfollow them. So I don't see what they're posting on the regular. It's not in my space. So you can't control people. You can't always control relationships, but you can control the inputs that you're letting in your space, your brain, your house, your news feeds, your conversations. You can, you can definitely be in control of that. So that is what I want you to do to prevent burnout. Burnout is not for multitasking, working too many jobs, compassion fatigue, giving too much. All the tasks that you do in a day, it's bad energy management. It's going from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next and not taking those breaks in between. so that's what I want to leave you with. I don't want you to be burnt out burnt out. Make it a vow that you are not going to let yourself haphazardly or manically go from one thing to the next. Your energy matters. Who in your life could benefit if you had better transitions, better breaks, better energy, that better burn around you, if you could one up that area of your life, better habits, better self care habits? You need to take care of you. So that's what I want to leave you with. Go to it. If you want to head to my website, www.lisapezik.com, I've got tons of time management health, wellness, fitness programs that can help you make better habits. It's all about the breaks and the habits. So go check it out, lisapizik.com, and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.